welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? Oh, it's going really good, as long as you're not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, still standing. We have the last nerd standing. How about the last NFL quarterback standing? That's going to win the Super Bowl. Jeez. Going down like flies out here. Going down like flies. So uh, we're back this week. We're going to change the format that we did last week. Last week was a good week to get into every single game and see where it stands. We're not going to do that every week. It's just that was a recap. Uh, It's redundant. Look at your phone for target share. We don't need to break down every game. Uh, I think for the rest of the season, as of right now, we're going to go through it where – on the Nerd Herd pod and a regular pod, we're going to break down some needle movers, right? Like, do are we in or are we out? Are we buying the hype? We're not buying the hype. So, you know, are they buy lows or are they not buy lows? The do's and the don'ts. The dynasty do's, the dynasty don'ts. So, uh, on the free pod today, we're going to try and get to all the quarterbacks and the running backs. And on the Nerd Herd episode, we're going to have all the receivers and tight ends. Yep. And we hope to bring you some really good information. Guys that are doing really well, are we buying the hype? Guys that aren't doing so well, are we buying that low? Yeah. Are we doing it? Are we not? We talking about? I don't know. Tune in. Keep listening. You'll find out. But in the meantime, let's get into some of these injuries, shall we? Now they're all quarterbacks. Jeez. Cam Newton. He's got a boo boo foot. Same foot that he hurt in the preseason. That ain't good. Yeah, and they kept being like, "Oh no, he's fine. He's fine." Oh, oh wait, just kidding. No, he's not fine. He's 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 actually hurt. (laughs) Oh wait, oh wait a second. (laughs) Oh, whoops, a Daisy. Same thing. Big Ben, like his elbow. Like he's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not my elbow hurts. Wasn't even an injury report. Oh, there goes Ben for the year. Blew my elbow out. Yeah, blew it. Did I tell you what that first date ever had? (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) So Cam Newton hurt. Drew Brees out for six months. Big Ben. Six months or six weeks? Six weeks. Okay, good. Wow, so, so nitpicky over there. Uh, <laughs> Big Ben out for the year Ooh, with oh, elbow. Uh, what was that, elbow-nitis, Matt? That's elbow-nitis. Elbow-nitis. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Simeon, deceased. <laughs> did no you see his ankle? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. How did he walk? There's a Browns game on Monday Night Football. Did I see it? How, how did he walk? Like, how did he get up and walk from that? I, I heard you could walk on, like, fractures like that. I, I know. Betts came out and said that, and he is a very intelligent guy. I am laying there. They are going to have to bring the ambulance. Oh, they're yeah. going to have to pick me up on a on a one of those flat board things. I'm not walking. No way. There's nope. No, I'd cry like a little girl. I am. Nope. Uh, yeah. That's 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 bad. I saw it. and I was like, dude. I actually saw it to my wife, and I was like, shame on Miles. I was like throwing his whole body on there. Like he knows he can't. Like the other sack he had, where you got to throw your like you got what you got to do. You got to throw yourself to the side, not yeah. put your body on him. It's it's a simple concept. Like you're an animal. Like you're not human, Miles. You're like a, you're a different breed. Like oh, yeah. me and Miles Garrett are not the same human beings. No. Like, and no matter whatever I, no matter what I did in life, if I trained twenty four seven, eight, no more Mike and Ikes, and just got <laughs> after it, right? I could never be as big as Miles. Impossible. He's a different human being. Yep. I mean, me. I mean, speak for yourself, but he's impressive. You may be <laughs> me. I can't. Matt, no, how did I you mean. become 6'5"? <laughs> Holy cow, that's amazing. That's a lot of working out. <laughs> Ask Ben Watson how I got the 6'5". Yeah. You know, over there in the HGH. HGH, man, that's how I'm going to do it. And then uh, and then, if you ever wanted to know what the full term of mono 
mononucleosis. Mononucleosis, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's all, it's everywhere. Uh, Sam Darnold's got that. He's, he's out for two weeks. Two? That's that's from what I hear, very um, optimistic. Well, they had a buy. Now right? now he's buy. Yeah. What, was he got a problem with? <laughs> Jeez. No, you got to buy like week four, right? Or five? Oh, is that is it that early? Yeah, they got an early buy. So so, okay. so they're hoping he's only missing two more games. Games. Gotcha. Is what you're saying? Yes, two more games. So if if you look at it from this point, Andrew Luck, Nick Foles. Cam Newton, Drew Brees, Big Ben, Sam Darnold. We lost a third or 25% of the quarterbacks if you're in a super flex league, if you're in a Scott Fishbowl, or you're just in a super flex league. People are struggling yep. at the quarterback position. If, if you're a Cam Newton owner or you're in super flex, check the waiver order for Kyle Allen, uh, former Texas A&M quarterback who had a couple games last year, looked okay. It's a former mm-hmm. quarterback that did beat out Kyler Murray uh, at school, so he does have the arm talent to get it done. Let's see what he can do. Uh, Drew Brees, obviously, is Teddy Bridgewater uh, there. He, they made him the highest-paid backup for a reason, so let's see where they stand with that. I still don't mind, like, Taysom Hill if he's on a waiver where I doubt he is, but to be, like, a nice little secret stash in case the Teddy B thing doesn't pan out, and you still yeah. get those offensive points as well. Mm-hmm. Big Ben, Mason Rudolph, everybody owns him in Superflex. Yeah. That's not even a question there. Right. We'll, we'll right. talk about that. It's great news, I think, for James Washington owners. Absolutely. Uh, there, I actually liked Mason Rudolph coming out of college, so I don't think yep. this is a terrible thing. I don't either. But at the same time, in the Superflex League, I wouldn't mind if he starts doing okay selling on him because Big Ben will be back next year. So he just signed a three-year extension. Is there a chance that he, he does so well that they that they just move on and make, make Rudolph their starter? No, because they just re-signed Big Ben and gave him a crap load if, of guarantee If they money. make the playoffs with Mason Rudolph and he throws for 4,500 yards, they're not doing it? Uh, one, they're not making the playoffs with Ben. Mason I'm just Rudolph. saying. If they did... I'm just, I'm living no. in the hypothetical world. No. So there's 0% chance. 0% chance. Okay. He'd have to win like a Super Bowl. Big Ben's making too much guaranteed money. That's like when... Uh, what's his face? Um, that got, went to the Eagles uh, from uh, the Patriots. Your, Matt your uh, Castle? Matt Castle. Yeah, he, he went, went to the, the playoffs. Chiefs. Yeah. Or, okay, wherever wherever that now he's he's working at Gitco. Whatever, whatever <laughs> theoretical <laughs> team he went to. Yeah, okay. That the Palos. That's where he was. You know, like he you're not getting rid of the guy. Like you always see those guys do well and what do they do? They go get traded or they sign sure. somewhere else big because they have their quarterback and they Big Ben won two Super Bowls. He's a really good quarterback. Nobody's sure. he's through five thousand. I, I was just throwing it out. But he's, I'm throwing that right in the trash. He is going to be like 37. I think. He's talked about retiring a couple times. Uh, I don't. I'd give it a four percent chance. All right, I Garrett. Garrett, I will. I, I will give you this. If if in your hypothetical world he did throw for 4,500 yards, they went to the playoffs and he looked amazing. I, I, yes, they could. They could definitely. Thank run. you, Matt. Yeah. I got you, man. Matt's with me. I don't, I don't think he's, he's living in this fantasy land with me. I can tell Matt he's wrong too. Matt, you're wrong too. <laughs> this is good stuff. How come your your mic seems so much louder than mine today? Because I, I am. He's I just more mission. angry than us. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm what it so is. I'm so angry. I was up late last night watching Monday Night Football, watching the Browns get their first win of 2019, watching Odell Beckham making one handed catches. <sighs> you know, Baker being all. We'll get to Baker though later in our quarterback segment here. Let's let's get on a couple more of these injuries right. real quick, then we'll get into these uh these needle movers, these dynasty do's and dynasty don'ts. What about James Conner? He's got a little groin action. He should play. He's supposed to play. So we'll we'll see. I mean obviously Jalen Samuels would be a big boost. I think either way, I mean if, even if he's just a little bit slow, they're gonna use him a little bit more than normal. 
Yeah, they said he got 22 of the 26 uh, uh, touches while Connor was out. So it looks like it would be mostly his show Yeah, if that was the case. I believe that. Uh, Deshaun Jackson out about two weeks with an abdomen injury, followed up with Alshon Jeffrey. We don't know how many. He's he's probably going to miss this week as well. It's looking Uh, like it. What was Alshon's um, injury? I think it was a. I think it was his calf. Let me double check on that. Okay. So this, calf. you know, Nelson Aguilar stepped up big time in their absence. Somebody who always does when Nelson Aguilar is forced into, you know, a, a, a action, more prominent role. Yeah, he produces. He does. It's it's why they picked up his option and kept him because we mentioned Aguilar multiple times on here. Like, if if he has an opportunity, you know, maybe go somewhere else. He's somebody that could produce. And right now, it looks like it's just Nelson Aguilar. JJ Arcega Whiteside still wasn't utilized even with all those injuries. Uh, and I, then I, honestly, I was watching some of that game, and it seemed like um, him and Carson Wentz kind of weren't on the same page on some of the, like the the choice routes and stuff like that. So that might be part of the reason he's not getting highly involved is that he's just not far enough along in the offense. And they had no, I mean, Carson Wentz didn't play in the preseason, so they have no time together. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, at this point, it's you know, DJ uh, DJX is injured, Alshon Jeffrey, and, and even um, Goddard, even Goddard's down. So yeah. I mean, this is going to funnel a lot of the stuff to. Um, to our our guy Zach Ertz and, and obviously Nelson Aguilar as well are going to be the two biggest beneficiaries mm-hmm. here. Uh, Hollins looked pretty decent too uh, while he was out there. Uh, he he actually got more targets than I would have expected for him to get while he was out there. So uh, he's another interesting name. And they're it, down to nobody. Zach Ertz got hurt. They had to call a timeout so he come back and exactly. they had no backup tight end. Exactly. It was it was crazy out there. People, this NFL man, it's just every year. So it's not even shocked. I'm not shocked by this anymore. But every week, man. We could do a whole show just talking about injuries. I mean, it is a every stream, week, you know, we've been doing this podcast for what, five, six years? And every week is a season. It's just like, all right, here's six more injuries. Here's six more injuries. I mean, I'm surprised. What's crazy is we're losing quarterbacks at a rapid pace right. here. And usually it's like receivers, running backs, out for the year, out for the year, out for the year. And we haven't even hit that point yet. It's week two. I mean, we're only two weeks through here. So then the NFL needs to do something because th- there's a couple of things happening like systemically that just that are starting to bother me about watching NFL football. And one of them's every after every single play, a big play, small play. I look to see if there's a flag because because it's it just seems like they're over officiating everything after every big play. I just hold my breath. That there's not gonna be a flag. And, and th- there's just there's too much ref involvement. There's too many of these ticky tacky yeah. sort of. Off in the passers, um, yes, oh just like subjective type of rules where oh, this week it's going to be called, next week it's not. This play, this drive, this game, everything is just so ticky tacky. There's that going on, and and there's this crap with the preseason and and the practices that they need to get ironed out in this next collective bargaining agreement, guys. Well, we don't. We're hitting long. again. We're doing two days. We're getting your bodies ready for this action because they're not ready at all at the beginning of the year. And it's it, yep. and it's just a big time issue for the the product and for fantasy football. It's it's a friggin' nightmare every year. Yep. So I'm I you know I'm sorry to get off, I'll get off my soapbox now. Those are the two things I had to get off my chest this oh, week. I get it. I get it. Um. But uh. All right. Let's move on. Uh, just Michael, some more stuff. Yeah. Michael Gallup got a knee scope. That's so a he's bummer. in this couple of weeks. Yeah, he was starting to come on here a little bit. I love you know check your. I, I mentioned this guy before. Uh, in the preseason, as Michael Gallup or uh, Randall Cobb being a mm-hmm. potential like wide receiver too, obviously Gallup surpassed him there. But you still have uh, Randall Cobb on a year. He's wide receiver 37 right now. So he's right outside that wide receiver three range. This Dallas offense is cooking. It is. I mean, it is cooking. Kellen Moore out there as a QB. Uh, 
guy out there. So for me, Randall Cobb is going to be a nice, real good addition here. Nice, real good addition. Yeah, yeah that's good at English. Uh, <laughs> a nice addition to your dynasty roster or fantasy lineup on here. Maybe somebody can go out there and put a trade offer for to get really cheap to give you those wide receiver three numbers that you might need. I mean, everybody's getting hurt right now. Everybody yep. needs help. So if you need a wide receiver to help you out, got, Cobb should be able to slide right in there and be a nice wide receiver three for you as at worst case a wide receiver three. And I, and he is he is exactly what they probably thought they were getting in the, in Ta, uh, Tavon Austin a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? He's he, he's able to like he's able to operate out of the slot. He can do they can hand him the ball on a reverse and all sorts of stuff to get him involved in. And like you said, they are humming. And, and they offense. do sign Devin Smith, and that's gonna be the that's gonna be the hot pickup of the week because he had that nice big catch out there in Dallas, and they're gonna get the ball deep. I'm not buying that train. Uh, no. If I have Devin Smith on my roster, I picked him up the waiver wire. I would sell him for any sandwich I can get because this is a guy who just did not have it coming out. I mean, he's a burner. first round pick. He's a burner, and that's it. And that's it. He's a one trick pony. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, a couple of other injuries just to follow this week is Josh Jacobs with the growing Ty- Tyrell Williams with the hip pointers. So let's get in this, shall we? Yep. Uh, let's start off here with the quarterbacks. Uh, what are we buying? So stock up, guys, here. Lamar Jackson. Right mm-hmm. now, quarterback one on the year, 64.5 points. All these stats are courtesy of Garrett, of course. Thank you, Garrett. Yep. Uh, QB one on the year. So let's appoint this. Let's look at it from right now. This this value right now is peak value for yep. Lamar Jackson. This week he got done with his legs and an ear. Mm-hmm. He is quarterback one. First player to ever rush for... 120 yards and throw for over 250. Ever. Ever. In the history of the NFL. There's not a, an, an accept there. Yeah. I don't, I'll double check, but I'm no, pretty sure. I saw it. Yeah, it was that. It no, is. Okay. I, I'm confirming that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. no, I'm confirming that. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy stat, and yeah, he nailed it. So he's killing it right now. But yep. now, like Garrett mentioned before, they played the Cardinals and mm-hmm. they played the Dolphins. Two terrible defenses. One, a college defense. Yep. So, and this week they're going to play the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are going to score, so we should look for another high-scoring game for Lamar Jackson, him to maintain uh, QB1 status. Yep. Right now, quarterbacks are dropping like flies. So not only does Lamar Jackson hold pristine value in a Superflex league, mm-hmm. he holds really good value in a 1QB league. Absolutely. One is a lot of people have probably Lamar Jackson when they drafted him as their backup quarterback. Obviously, they're probably starting him right now, but they might be in a situa- situation where they have Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. Lamar Jackson at Pam Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz. Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff. Any way you want to look at it. They probably are most likely in a situation like that, right? Do you think, you know, with this tougher schedule coming down the road, um, the way Lamar Jackson was a little exposed in the playoffs by the Chargers when he actually schemed against them, when you get some really good defenses coming in here, are we buying Lamar Jackson as QB1? Are we, are we there? Is this, or, or is it the time to sell really high on a guy like Lamar Jackson? Where do we stand on this? Because this is, this is a tough decision. This it could is. be a, a deal breaker. I mean, obviously it all depends on your other quarterback situation. But there's a lot of teams out there right now that are desperate for quarterback plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, you win this season with Ben Roethlisberger and Andrew Luck, and now you literally have no quarterback. Yep. So not only is it peak value for just worth with a guy like Lamar Jackson with QB1 overall facing the Chiefs, but the demand is about as high as I've ever seen it at a quarterback this early in the season. So it's not even like 
some people are just out of it and don't even care. We're talking about week two. We're just through week two, and 25% of the quarterbacks are gone. Yeah, everyone still feels they're in it. So, this, so yeah, you can really get some deals done at this point of the year. And there's a couple quarterbacks that have been disappointed out there that you might be able to flip him for. Plus, you know, a guy like Baker Mayfield, who's quarterback 21 on a year. Um, a guy like Mitch Trubisky, who's who's looked terrible. Now, if he's your QB2, these are moves you could make because you're not starting him anyways. Or say you have – maybe he is your QB1. Obviously, he's QB1, but you have another guy you start out here. Are we selling Lamar Jackson? Now, obviously, in Superflex, this is a really big decision. QB1, I think it's pretty simple. You sell. I would. If you have any other kind of option. Usually in, in a one quarterback, you're selling your quarterback if you're getting good value no matter what. So, I yeah, I think this is much more of a super flex conversation. So in super flex, are we selling Lamar Jackson? Because you're easily getting a 2021st and plus. Oh, yeah. You should be, yeah. Um, it's it's now or in the next few weeks, I think he's going to hit peak value. And, and, you know, like I think Jer- uh, Garrett mentioned last week, um, He's going to actually start running into some some real NFL defenses coming up here soon, some some good defenses. So you know he's going to have a little bit of a downturn. So it's now or or you know or you're holding. Yeah, I'm 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 selling. I I think you could easily get two firsts uh, in a super flex, maybe even more for Lamar Jackson. I've seen a lot of leagues where if it's a top sixteen quarterback, you're automatically getting two firsts. So I mean, I I think you can sell for a lot yeah well that's a no right bro. i mean now. i'm not taking i wouldn't even want two first a two, two 20 first for a guy like lamar jackson that to me in a super flex that's just too valuable you know right. you're talking about a qb1 his legs alone we mentioned when he was coming out so yeah. I, I was giving those mike vick stats as comparison you know where mike vick has finished his number one quarterback alone who did it with his legs lamar jackson has looked better with his receiving core marquise browns looked way better than i thought he would look miles boykin hasn't even come on yet Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is tight end one on yeah. the year. And they still have Hayden Hurst there, who they also invested, so they go with the two tight end sets here. And they're still going to build this offense around a guy like Lamar Jackson. So the sky, the, the, the needle's still pointing up. Oh, straight up. I if, if somebody's valuing him as a top five quarterback, I am selling all day and twice on Sunday. If it's more like, ah, I'm still skeptical, I think he's quarterback 10, 12, I don't know that I would quite sell for that. I'm I'm looking for the guy that's all bought in with the arms, the legs, everything. I'm selling too just on peak value. Just because I feel like I can get a quality quarterback back that will potentially average out to a guy. Like I bet you can get like a younger quarterback, not an old guy, back off and, plus, and I bet. Yeah. If it, oh, people still like I have no idea why they undervalue a guy like golf, but if I, I can get golf golf in a twenty twenty first. Absolutely. Do, now some people are like, oh, that's an unrealistic trade, but it might not be. Honestly. It might not be. And, I mean, and Goss had a slow start to the year. He's, I mean, he's only had one touchdown pass in his first two games. He's quarterback one each game. Yeah, he's quarterback twenty in our yeah. league. I mean, I mean, I know everyone scores it a little different, but yeah, know, he's, so, he's not lighting the world on fire. Nope. nope. Yeah, we're talking like this. Jackson might as well be like in the Mo, you know, Motown era. Jackson five. It's 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 hot. It's yeah. in demand, and it sounds great, and it looks people, great. People missed out on Mahomes last year, and they don't want to miss out on that type of player again. And that's what they're thinking. Because yep. Mahomes is in a different echelon than, than everybody. It's, it's if you're in a super flex, one one's got to be has to be Mahomes, right? Over Saquon. Yep. Like has to be. Yep. Because I'm updating my super flex ranks uh, tomorrow. I just want to make sure I'm not out there. No, I've had him as my one, and it's only it's only oh, confirmed. Sorry, I didn't even know you're up there on there like that. So Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Garrett's selling. I'm selling. Matt, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm selling. Okay. 
And this isn't because I think he's going to fall off the cliff. It's just I think this is peak value. If, if you're going to be getting the kind of crazy offers you guys are talking about, then then I think you have to sell. My, the, so we're all looking here. Hey, another quarterback back, younger, upside, and a pick. Yep. That's what we're thinking here for dynasty value. Yep. Yeah, all right. I think so. Um, Dak Prescott, quarterback two on a year, 62.1 points. What are we doing, Dak? Are we buying? Are we selling? This is a guy who normally finishes right around QB8, QB9 on the year. He's QB2 right now. That offense is flowing. Zeke's getting a little bit worn back into it yet, so they have been throwing a little bit more. They did lose Michael Gallup here. Uh, what are we looking at, Dak? Is this is this a train that's going to keep on keeping on? He's about to get paid, too. Go ahead. Oh, I'm buying this, man. I like Dak. I, I really like where the offense is going. I, the, like you said, Kellen Moore is his offensive coordinator. And now Amari Cooper's been here, you know, through a full off season and and really had time to gel together. I'm bu- I'm buying Dak. Long term, yeah. I, long-term. I think I'm in the same boat. I think he has legitimate top five upside over the course of an entire season. Love the new offense, and it always gets overlooked how good of a runner he is too. He is a he's a very athletic quarterback. So it's not just the passing game. He can do a little bit with his legs as well. Uh, the weapons are all there. They've just paid Zeke. Um, assuming that they are able to find a way to also pay Amari Cooper, I don't know how you can't have this guy as uh, a legitimate top eight guy, maybe even top five guy. Okay, top five is where you have to push him because top eight is where he's right around. Like sure. He's been on that the outside, like right yep. around QB8, middle of the row, not a huge differential in your points, but right now it is a huge differential at, after week two. Uh, you know, we quarterback five who we're going to talk about next is Matt Stafford. He's got 44.7 points and Dak Prescott 62.1. So you're talking about 20 points, uh, over two weeks, over two weeks. That's 10 uh, points a week. Are we scared though? Like, you know, after week one, Zeke only getting about 13 carries acclimate him to the offense, getting him going where they're going to resor- resort back to being that run first team with that offensive line. And we'll see some of these numbers kind of, you know, Michael Gallup's already hurt. Or some of these numbers are going to pull back just a little bit here. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if you know, naturally throughout the year, I feel like it. The league goes from being this pass happy league to kind of a more run centric, as as the weather starts to turn and, sure. and some of these outdoor games just come, become impossible to throw a ton. So, I mean, I think there'll be that natural progression towards the end of the year or regression rather. But I mean, when your offense is humming this, you don't want to tweak too much. You know what I mean? When you when you have the skill players to do this kind of stuff and spread teams out and score points at will. I mean, there's going to be times when you need to. I don't think it's going to be that big of a drop-off. See, and I'm okay with selling Dak, too. Here's what I'm doing with both these guys, actually. And, so, and there's only – and I, I'm trying to think. The only person I probably wouldn't even consider doing this with is actually Mahomes. That's mm-hmm. it. And obviously Baker, but that's a biased opinion. You know, I'll, I'll say sure. that. right. You know, I'm not floating Baker, but that's biased. I love Baker. Like, love him with all my heart. Love. You know, it's true love. Like, my first date. Uh, so <laughs> this joke is transcended. Weeks. What, what I'm, what, what I'm doing here with these guys is like, I'm not going to try and just sell them, sell them. This is where I stand with both like Lamar Dak. I am going to, I'm going to put this on a, on a hook. I'm going to cast it out there and see what I can catch. Right. I can always cut the line if I want to, you know, but I'm going to see if I can get something or throw it back. Right. Where, the fever. You need to work on your analogies. Reel it back in. Real ba- I'm going to reel it in if I don't like it. <laughs> if I don't like what I catch, you know, I can toss it back in the water. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fisherman, Matt. I can tell. I don't have time. I just got to watch. <laughs> I watch football all day. I, go, I own a business and I watch football all day. It's my life. All right. And I talk to my kids sometimes. You got a pond. Occasionally. You got a, you got a pond in your backyard. 
I've seen your kids fish. Oh, there's lots of fish in my pond. Yeah. yeah. I haven't fished back there once. You have your own pond. My father-in-law, he's out there fishing all the time. He's caught a big bass. He yeah. loved it. But yeah. me, I was like, oh, that's great. Good for you. I'll be inside watching all the all 22. Thank you so much. Uh, but right now, this is a perfect time to, like, seize the moment with the quarterback position. We just mentioned earlier, like, these guys are dropping like flies. Everybody is desperate for quarterback help. It, it You would be doing your team a disservice by not just throwing these guys out there and saying, hey, just taking offers for Lamar Jackson, taking offers for Dak Prescott. Just to see. Just to see. Because in Dynasty, above all, just fantasy football as a whole can do this, but in Dynasty, above all, when people get desperate, they do really stupid things. People panic way too quick. You know, me and Matt were talking about this pre-show about like some of these trade offers where, you know, a lot of times it's just it's a trade you don't make. It's just about not panicking and Getting through. You know, I have Drew Brees in my oldest league, and I my backup's Andy Dalton. Now, I'm lucky Andy Dalton leads the league right now in passing yards because he's like, you know, the red rifle out there throwing stuff left and right, and they're not running the ball because the offensive line's too bad. But, you know, if I was desperate, I can go out there and make a move that I might regret. Sure. Or I could hold fast, no Drew Brees to come back, and just ride this Dalton train, and obviously Daniel Jones, who's the president of that fan club. We didn't mention him. Eli's not hurt, but he's getting benched for Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's going to be great. You know, but just to see, who, just to see if you're going to get those offers. You know, if somebody can offer you Jared Goff in a 2021st for Dak. Okay, yeah, I'm taking that trade. You know, who wouldn't make that trade? Right. Who wouldn't make that trade? Right. Well, a Cowboys fan probably. Some people probably wouldn't, but you don't know. You might even pass that. Somebody offer you like, hey, I'll give you Hunter Henry, uh, Jared Goff in my 2021st. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that too. It's a tight end premium like. But you know what I mean? It's like right. these are good names in this position to throw out there just to see because it's panic mode. It'd be like four running backs all getting hurt in a week. Right now, these quarterbacks dropping, people need quarterback help. And it's it's the one position where it's not as easy. You know, in regular leagues, reason Superflex was invented was because it's a position where there's so many of them. Well, now with 32 of them and the bottom third of those guys, you don't even want yes. on your roster. You know, nobody, nobody wants Joe Flacco on their roster. Hell, even Mitch Trubisky, nobody wants to start Mitch Trubisky right now. Nobody wants to really get out there and start Gardner Mishnu, you know? But the top thirds, a lot of these guys are top-end guys here. Even Sam Darnold is not a top-end guy, but he's a young, valuable guy. But Drew Brees, Big Ben, Cam Newton. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Those are top-end guys that are gone. Like, there's a there's a giant void here that needs filled, and most of these guys aren't being moved anyways. Like the Pat Mahomes, the Baker Mayfields, the Dak Prescotts. Uh, the Jared Goffs, even Carson Wentz. Those guys are not me and Moose. So if you're in position to float it out there, I would absolutely be floating these names out in every league I'm in just to see if I can get that one guy who's gone full-blown crazy, right? Sure. He's just in complete panic mode. He he feels like his team is ready to compete. And he's just been double-dipped and double-screwed double, double screwed by Big Ben and Andrew Luck, and he needs to make a move. And he knows he needs to make a move now because after next week, we're 25% way through the season. And he's one and one, and he's got the points. You know, he's got a decent amount of points. He's got a really good team. He's just missing that quarterback. And he knows he's got to make a move here. Maybe you can get one of those guys. Yeah. It's Matt Stafford. What do you think of him? I mean, he's quarterback five on the year. He's quarterback five. He, he's looking improved on the year. I know that last year he'd never finished one single week as a QB1, if memory serves me. Yeah. So, he's crushing it now. Um, yeah. You know, Carrion Johnson has been a little bit of a disappointment to this point in the year. 
and and Matthew Stafford is looking better. So I mean, is it is it one of these things where, hey, they wanted to be a run first team? That's what they look kind of looked like all throughout the off season, but it's just not coming to fruition yet. Yeah, at this point of the year, I mean, they just released C.J. Anderson. So, Big Ty Johnson boosts out there because he's yeah. a good pass catching ball. Basically, C.J. Anderson doesn't catch the football, and they want a pass catcher running back out there. So, I mean, is this what the offense is going to be, or is it going to be a la Bill Belichick kind of a week-to-week thing, and we just haven't seen him you know, hit the, hit, hit the run-heavy um, cycle yet? I think they're still working on it. I think, you, I think uh, Karrion Johnson has not been a disappointment so far this year. Um, from watching his tape, he's, got some, he's put together some really – Nice runs. He had a poor man's Bo J- uh, Barry Sanders run uh, just this week. I, I look great there. And stat, I didn't. I didn't mean stat to, wise. I, yeah, stat wise, he's been a disappointment. I didn't mean points to, this week. I didn't mean to say that he's been like a, a total bust and he's and he's looking bad. I, I meant stat wise. I think he's been a little bit disappointing. Took a big step forward this week, scoring you know with the sixteen points in the passing game. Uh, they do they do get a little bit more involved with the run game, but maybe that will come to fruition. But right now with TJ Hawkins, TJ Hawkinson was being double teamed this week already. Double teamed already, which which then they crushed with Kenny Galladay and yeah. just forced in the ball in that weak corner. But they you were just double gifted teaming with, TJ Hawkinson. You were gifted with a buy window after this week because you weren't you weren't able to buy TJ Hawkinson after week one. You were just gifted with a buy window. With this one go, catch. go buy him. Yeah, he's go gonna be uh, yeah. he's gonna be pretty good. It's I mean, everything we did in our scouting report with TJ Hawkinson, yeah. he was all of our ones. He, he was our one tight end. He was. We were talking at one point, like, oh, if this is Superflex 10 and Premium, could you take TJ Hawkinson one? Is it worth it? In hindsight, yeah, it'd probably, it'd probably be worth it because this guy's going to be an absolute animal. Matt Stafford, big arm, quality quarterback. Quarter, finally, you know, quarterback five on a year. Does this hold steady? Or are we going to start seeing him drop a little bit more? I, th- I think it's a little deceiving because the difference between quarterback 12 right now, which is Josh Allen, he's at 40.2 points. So there's only a little over a four-point difference between quarterback five and quarterback 12 right now. So it looks good, but I do think it is a little bit deceiving. So that's the name you move in Superflex Leagues. Yeah. That's where you make your strong push, push is Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford and a yep. strong puss. <laughs> push it. <laughs> push it. Push it real good. Mm-hmm. Wait, who sang that? Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. That's right. I couldn't do it on the tip of my tongue there. Look at the uh, young guy coming through on that mm, one. Oh, look at you. <laughs> 90s nailed it here. Uh, so, Matt Stafford, none of us are buying it. We're going to uh, go ahead and just sell Matt Stafford. Yep. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's a replaceable type of guy, but I mean, he's looking better than he did last year, at least. So, maybe he's getting a little bit of return to value. Yeah. Um, if you can get top 10 value. Yep. yep. Let's talk about a couple guys that are down right now. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, quarterback 29 in a year. He's got 14 eight point points. 14.8 points. Guys, 14.8 points. <laughs> It's still the first half of the first game, right? <laughs> That'd be bad for the first half of the first game. Yes, that's where we're at. I mean, he just looks... He looks lost. You can't read You can't read the field. I thought Mitch Trubisky personally was going to take a big step forward this year. He's right where he was last year. Uh, still time. Still super young. This is a guy did not start a lot of games in college. He at started all. only one year, yeah. Only started the one year. Had some play times mixed in, you know, there there. I'm surprised they're not using him on rollouts more because that's where his really strong suit is. He really looked good last year, like rolling out, using athleticism. And right now, just anything to his left, not that great. Missing open receivers, just not seeing the field well. Is this something to panic about, or is this something that, hey, let's get through the growing pains, let's get to week six, uh, let's get Mitch a little bit more you know, snaps behind center here, and he'll be okay? 
I, I mean, I think he's got a lot of room to grow. I mean, I, I believe what, before the season started, he had only played like 50, 50 or 51 games after high school. You know, that, and that's including like the first few years of, of, of professional football. So he hasn't played a ton of football. He's got a lot of room to grow. You just would hope to have seen a little bit more coming into this second year of the offense. Do you know what I mean? So is so from that standpoint, it, it is slightly disappointing, but he's got plenty of time to turn it around. Yeah, I'm 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 a little bit pessimistic. However, if somebody is to the point where they think he is the worst quarterback in football, there's no chance he's going to be a starter anymore. I'll give him to you in a super flex league for you know two seconds. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy all day because I do think there is still upside. I just don't know if he ends up hitting that upside or not. But at, at how cheap his price is going to be right now, I'd be willing to pay to find out if he gets to that upside. Yeah, it's full. I'm I'm at full blown red alert. Right, like it's 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 code red here. This is I'm extremely nervous about it. I mean, I drafted in my new startup league, in a it's a super flex. I drafted Mitch Trubisky as my quarterback too, uh, and I'm I'm in last place because you know I he's got 14 points. Uh, so it's not looking good for uh, Team Cardiac Kids di- Dynasty Rich over here. But at the same time, I agree. Twitter right now is blowing uh, up Mitch Trubisky. I mean, they're saying this guy is straight trash. He's garbage because he's got 14 points in two games, which is trash and garbage. But I'm, I'm with you, Garrett. Like, I think I'm using this opportunity right now where everybody's saying he's straight hot trash and trying to invest and get into him. There could be a team out there right now with all these quarterback injuries trying to like maybe try and get out from under Mitch Trubisky selling him as a high. You know, like, oh, this is my chance to get out from him. Somebody needs a quarterback. And they might just take something, you know. You mentioned two seconds. I don't think that would get it done. But, I mean, is it crazy to offer 2021st for Mitch Trubisky in a super flex league? No, especially if you assume it's going to be on the later side. I have no issue with it all. If I thought I had a real shot at Tua, I might not. Uh, but if I didn't think I had a shot at him, then absolutely. Yeah, I'm still. I still have my question marks about Tua being a pro. So I, I'm not overly. Well, I have to watch the tape, so I'm not going to say anything <laughs> there. But to me, I mean, I think it's a good opportunity in a super flex league sure. to go out there and get Mitch Trubisky for a. Tw- I don't think a, tw- a 2021st if you're you know a, in you're competition. A yeah, yeah, competitive team. I mean, he's got nowhere to go but up. Yeah, yeah, it can't get worse. <laughs> how do you how do you view him in a single QB league? Oh, you're just gonna let him rot on whoever's team has him, yep. right? I mean, yeah, you're not I'm going not out to get him. I mean, yeah, I I can do better. Right. I'm targeting the old. I'm targeting if that's the case, and like I lost my quarterbacks. I'm going after Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady. Uh, those are the guys I'm looking at personally. I'm not going anywhere near Mitch. I mean, if the price was equal, maybe. But again, if I'm doing that, I'm doing it as a move to win. So why not go after the guy who puts me in the best position to win? Right. It's going to be Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady is probably the clear go-getter, right? You know, with all these new weapons you're going to bring with Antonio Brown, who looked good, Josh Gordon out there, Julian Edelman, uh, James White, who's essentially a receiver as well. So that's I think that's the number should be the number one target for anybody that's looking for an old quarterback, uh, even a super flex league, where that's somebody that could be had. I mean, in a super flex league, are you giving up a 2021st for Tom Brady, though? No. If he's the difference between a championship, I would. But, you know. It'd be close. That would be the only way I would do it. All right, let's look at some of these. And, I, and I would sell out mostly anything to, to get a championship. So that, that's, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's. But we're, gonna be, so. we're not going to be at that point until, what, two more weeks from now to know where we stand there and like Correct. where you go all in. And that's going to be the move. You know, you're going to have to know soon. You're, like, you're going to know here after week three kind of where your team stands and what moves you should be making. 
Uh, but it's, we're going to get to the close to the point where it's, hey, time to start making moves to stir up that offense to make sure that with the bye weeks coming here after week four, uh, to have that depth to get through to push you to the championship. But also focusing on the main roster. You know, depth is great, but then as we get through this, you want to start making sure you're building a really strong starting roster because when you get to the playoffs, it's not about depth. It's about that starting roster. Uh, some of these running backs right now, biggest shock of the year, Austin Eckler running back one on a year at with 62.7 points. I mean that the number quarter running back number two is Dalvin cook. He's got 54 points. So you're talking about eight more points in two weeks. Average of four is Austin Eckler crushing it right now in the passing game in the receiving game. I'm sorry. And the running game. He's running back one on the year. Everybody that went there and packed up Austin, uh, Melvin Gordon with Austin Eckler shares. Like I had to give up a 2022nd to get him. Uh, in a couple of leagues. And then, I mean. It's been more than worth it. Yeah, I'm feeling really good about that I traded right Geronimo Allison for him in one league. Wow. <laughs> well, back, you know, th- th- two months ago, yeah. this is, people are like, okay, yeah. I mean, Melvin Gordon's going to be back. He's got a whole much value. Yep. But this is a guy who was running back 16 last year before he got hurt with Melvin Gordon in the field. Obviously, now, with Melvin Gordon, they don't have to, they don't, they, they probably don't plan on having Melvin Gordon going in the 2020 season. Nope. So, this is a, they're not going to just cut out Austin Eckler here. Are we are we are we buying this? Are we going to hold on to Austin Eckler here, saying, "Hey, this is the guy"? Or again, with people needing running backs, this is running back one. He's crushing it. Are we selling Austin Eckler, knowing Melvin Gordon's coming going to come back, and we don't know what they're going to do this offseason with the running back class? To me, I would have no, I see no reason why not just to keep Austin Eckler and then try and maybe resign him to a reasonable extension. But right now in Dynasty, this is one of those moves that. Hey, what do you do? This is this could be something that sets you up for the future. Uh, and then come playoff time, he wasn't there to really help you anyways with the Melvin Gordon returning. Because Melvin Gordon is coming back. He yeah. will be back anywhere from week six to week eight or Somewhere at the latest week part. ten. Yeah. But he will be back. And it will affect Austin Eckler. And it will have also affect him drastically. Yep. So he will no longer be running back one on the year. You're going to be hoping to get what? High-end running back two numbers when a guy like Melvin Gordon comes back. If they do use him, which you would expect them to absolutely use him. It's not like he doesn't know the playbook. What are we doing with Austin Eckler? It's a, t- it's a tough, no, it's, go ahead. It's a tough question. Um, I haven't really formulated my full answer in my brain yet. So I, I have him. I do have him in a couple leagues. I have been shopping him for the most part. Um, part of that is most of the leagues that I have him in. I don't view myself as a true contender. Uh, in those leagues where I have him. Uh, so that's part of the reason I'm shopping him. But the thing is, even if even if you're a contender, you know, we, we talk about all the time, the, you know, we just mentioned with Tom Brady, you know, make the moves to, to win the ship. The problem is, even though he's running back one, I don't know that that's a move to win the ship. Like, when you're going to need him most in the playoff time, he's going to be sharing time with Melvin Gordon. So I would sell him to that team that started 0-2 but feels like they're good enough to win it. Because that team needs to get back into it quick. That's the team I'm trying to sell them. To. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a move right now. Uh, I would love to flip Austin Eckler for a guy like David Montgomery. Oh, you know, a guy man. who hasn't done a ton right now in Chicago. Even Miles Sanders, who's looked good. Uh, Miles Sanders had a touchdown called back again. Uh, a Miles Sanders flip here. Something along those lines. Right now, you're taking a quarterback, running back one on the year so far after week two, using that for a guy who looks really good, and somebody needs a running back, and maybe. A guy who, like David Montgomery, same thing. You drafted him to be your guy. He's not the guy yet. I'd love to make a move there. Um, maybe a guy who's not overly performed that could produce is what I'm looking at that has youth and still has legs on him. 
that is going to be the guy there on their team. Uh, I think David Montgomery, obviously you're not getting Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders are both good examples of guys you can flip. And then the complete opposite of Eckler, right? Where Eckler probably won't be helping you come playoff time, where these two guys Should might be, be able to help you significantly more come playoff yeah, time. Hopefully they're just rounding into shape at that point in the season. You know, maybe like a Sony Michelle, even potentially, uh, maybe a straight up flip for a guy like Sony Michelle. He's been maybe a bad he hasn't idea. Done well, so I mean, this is the time to buy. What if? What if the dynasty owner was savvy about it though, and he's like, dude, no, he's like, Melvin Gordon's come back, he's going to be as valuable, and then you're like, okay, I'll give you Austin Eckler plus. Um, are we looking at like just a player? Maybe you can offload here that you're not over in love, or are we doing a twenty twenty second plus Austin Eckler for a guy like David Montgomery? Or Miles Sanders? I mean, I would feel fine doing that as well, to be honest, because I think those guys are just, they're going to have a great opportunity going forward. So I would feel all right doing that. Yeah, me too. I think it's a good move to make. Just to see, if, again, this is always just in a vacuum, but these are just like ideas you're going to float out there because they do work. Because we get tons of tweets and tons of emails saying, thank you for su- suggesting that trade. I did it and it worked. You know, obviously, some of these leagues, you're going to put the trade out there and you're like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Same thing. If I had David Montgomery and somebody offered me Austin Eckler for a 2022nd and Austin Eckler for David Montgomery, I'd be like, no, dude, <laughs> I don't want that. Right. But at the same time, I could see tons of people making that move. Uh, another running back on here that's doing extremely well, running back two on a year, Dalvin Cook. Now, Oof. to me, I'm buying this all day. Yep. Uh, he looks fantastic. He looks explosive. He can catch the football as well. He, he finally looks like the player we saw on tape in college. You know, I mean, because he's been nicked up these first couple of years and, and just he hasn't he hasn't shown any kind of explosive ability or anything like that. And now it's finally popping off the screen. Fully removed. I if there's any way I can buy a Dalvin Cook share, I'm buying Dalvin Cook share. I actually bought some Dalvin Cook shares last year when we were down on them a little bit there. I gave a 2021st uh, and something for Dalvin Cook. I had no problem with it. You're talking about a guy right now who's fourth in the league in rush attempts. He's second in the league in yards. He's seeing about 13% of the team's target share in the passing game. Uh, I know people are like, you know, guys like you uh, who are overly excited about Alexander Madison, mm-hmm. but he's seeing, uh, I think, about like 15% of the carries, 13, 16%. 13.9, yeah. Yeah, so a little bit percent of the carries there. To me, Dalvin Cook is the man. The man. Yep. Like, primo man to where he's going to be a top six finish. And yep. You can't buy him, though. But I'm buying hype. You're not buying Dalvin Cook right now. Nobody's. You can't afford him. You can't afford Yeah. You're going to overpay for him. Yeah. You, you you would have to overpay to get him because I, I wouldn't sell him unless you offered me the moon and the stars to, to take him off my roster. The, your only concern, and this has always been the concern, it's never been a talent thing with, with Cook. Anybody that tells you it's a talent thing, they're lying or they don't know what they're talking about. His talent has always been incredible. It's a health thing with him. And so let's just cross our fingers that he can stay healthy. But if he does, it's it's a top five fantasy finish. And, 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 and if he doesn't, Alexander Madison's there to pick up the and pieces. And he'll step up and be a high-end RB2. He's looked really good. He yeah. looks like Dalvin Cook. And, and and you can't worry about that, man. You can't worry about injuries because it's just going to be – Yep. It's going to be random. You know yep. what I mean? It doesn't. Frank Gore came out of college with two ACL injuries. Both knees banged up. The guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. He just he doesn't miss 36. a game in the pros. You know what I mean? It's you don't know. Just because a guy got hurt once and twice, you you don't know. It, it could be a couple of sporadic things, and then he's going to hurt for five years. You know, Big Ben, Drew Drew Brees missed what one game his entire career. Now he's going to miss six games. Is he injury prone? It's just Odell Beckham came up with some cramps. He's missed sixteen games out of the last two years. It's 
what are you going to do? We're buying Odell Beckham. I used him as an example before as well. So to me, I'm with you. Dalvin Cook, it's going to take the moon and and the stars to get him off of me. So I'm I'm sure we're all buying the Dalvin Cook news as running back two. Love so him, let's, man. Yep. Let's see if he can finish his running back two on a year. Uh, will Dalvin Cook finish as a top three fantasy running back in 2019? I say yes. I think the way they're using him in a passing game as well, I think Dalvin Cook is in for a huge year this year uh, where he is going to be a top three running back. You didn't back. even need to ask the balls. That's no. how confident you felt. No need to. No, that's, that's straight fact, homie. <laughs> straight fact. I, man. I mean, I think there's room for guys to jump him as the season goes on, especially guys like Saquon Barkley and, and you know Christian McCaffrey. But I mean, if those if those are the only two, then there he is sitting in the top three. It, the, the the tough part comes is you know will Alvin Kamara have any t- type and of Zeke. yeah and, and Zeke as they kind of ease into the season or as it's they foot, it's a foot race yeah or as they get used to uh, you know having a different quarterback other than Drew Brees in the lineup how he's going to produce I was say, going I, forward I'm a tad nervous about Kamara that offense did not it it was one game but that offense did not look good with with Teddy at the helm well here's the thing. You know, you go into a practice week, you practice all week, you put in Drew Brees' plays sure. in all of your installs, and then Teddy comes in. And Teddy's Teddy's a different kind of yeah. he's a different kind of quarterback. He's, yes. he's not going to be able to do all the same kind of stuff that Drew Brees is able to do. So let's see what he looks like after, or, or what the offense looks like rather sure. after Absolutely. a full week of practice. So let me let me phrase this differently from a dynasty perspective. Uh, we said earlier on that when it comes to running back, there's a there's a tier all by itself. Right, that that tier that you're willing to take in the first round, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Zeke Elliott. Right, that tier is all by itself. The second tier is almost like a really big drop off. Le'Veon's looked really good so far. Uh, he's so, gotten he's gotten a ton of catches. Yes, but that's always been one of his strengths. Right. So it's why he it's why he always want to get paid because catching bills. Both games three and a half yards per carry. So that that's going to be the tough part. But but yes. So below that tier, you got guys like. Le'Veon Bell, you guys Nick got Chubb. like Nick Chubb, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook. Can we, so the question is, can we put Dalvin Cook in that next tier? It's early, but he's doing the things that we love. You know, we talk about that three down running back that's hard to come by. You know, he's the three down running back right now. On a really good offense, it plays in a dome with other good wide receiver weapons around him with an average quarterback. But, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. The point is, you we you said it's going to take the moon and the stars to get Dalvin Cook. And maybe he's on a team that's just not really getting it done right now. I mean, they, they've been hit with injuries really bad. Sure. Getting a guy like Saquon, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott, those guys are almost, those are really hard running backs to get because they're in that tier. And you do got to get the moon and stars to get him as, them as well. But we can all agree that Dalvin Cook would be a little bit cheaper than any of those four guys, right? Probably. So in, in some <laughs> cases you could say, Probably, but not maybe not after those first two weeks. But but go ahead. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not the first two weeks. But again, it's the first two weeks. And would it be an overpay now that does, is not overpay later, right? So you offer Philip Lindsay in two twenty twenty first to a team that's maybe not. They're already like, oh, dude, I don't know about this season. You know what I mean? I'd pay that. Yeah, I'd pay that too. Philip Lindsay and two twenty twenty first. Two twenty twenty first. Philip Lindsay kind of like running back. You know what I mean? That kind of like sure. that spectrum. That echelon. Yeah. yeah. 
like, do you make that move to get that kind of running back, or do you just wait for the 2020 class and hope for the best? I mean, I think it depends on what kind of season you're hoping to have yourself. I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking to compete this yeah. year, then well, for sure, then you make that move, obviously, and and that's fine, and you move on with your day. I mean, it's slightly confusing why you'd have two first round picks and and be competing, but um, I use that as a spectrum of like the value of a you know the value. I think it's easier to say because everybody wants to pick more than anything on a rebuild team, so it's harder to say that you're going to go into it, you know, if you're competing, you're not going to give up some players because you're competing, you know, like maybe you don't have two 2021 first, but you give up your 2020 first, your 2020 second, your 2021 first right. and a running back on your team. Like, you know, okay, here's a guy 2020 first, 2021 first Aaron Jones. Mm. Philip Lindsay's in that category too, but a guy like Aaron Jones who we're not ready to give up on now who can produce, you know what I mean? But something along those categories, you know, that, that category, because, what I'm saying is if Dalvin Cook, which I think is really close to entering this tear, I, I really do. Like, I I have no problem you saying, okay, there's a new tier, and Dalvin Cook has just joined the party. Like, he knocked on the door. He's got his tuxedo on. He's got an invite. Like, he's ready, to, he's ready to party in a different tier than what we party in, right? Like, I party in a T-shirt, jeans, and, and a hat, and drink maybe like some uh, – uh, uh, what do I, what do we drink? Oh, white claws. <laughs> white claws. Yeah, yeah ain't no laws with those what things. Do we drink? That, that yeah. hand motion was not going to get me to white claws. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get you somewhere. Uh, so to me, like if I'm ready to put him there and, and let him let him come to this party and have a good time with us, that's where I feel like he is. Like I feel like now Dalvin Cook is like you mentioned guys like Todd Gurley. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook by yes. a thousand percent. Uh, Sony Michelle, I'd rather have Dalvin Cook by a thousand percent. Joe Mixon by a million percent. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook. Even guy like Josh Jacobs right now, who's looked pretty good. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook, hands down. So to me, if I can't get Kamara, I can't get McCaffrey, I can't get Zeke, but maybe I can get Cook. Then maybe you maybe make that move. So basically, we were talking about before. We're saying, oh, don't even try. It's a moon and stars. You're trying to get this guy before he jumps into the tier. Is what you're saying. Yeah, and I and what I'm saying is I already have him, I think, in a tier. So okay. before anybody else moves him into that tier, they do that. Because maybe some people are like, oh, yeah, it's quarterback. He's running back two on a year now, but, you know, he's only a matter of time before he gets but, hurt again. Alex, and that's the Alexander thing. Madison looks good. That's the thing. If he goes the whole year without any injury, he might very well be in this tier next year, but you're trying to get ahead of the curve, basically. Yeah. Yes. And, well, and, it's not and, a cheap curve to get ahead of. No, no, no. Because, I mean, he just he scored you know over 25 points two games in a row and looks amazing. So it's it's not going to be an easy tier to get into at all. And, and what you're saying, I, I think, is you know you just get out, get out ahead of this before, it, before he's unobtainable. Is that, is that what you're Yes, you're to put you in a position out? to have one of the elite top-tier running backs for a couple of years to come. Let me ask it on the flip side. If you are uh, the Zeke owner and you and you are looking at Dalvin Cook, would you be willing to trade uh, Zeke and a second for Cook and a first? And a second? Yeah, well, Zeke I don't and a second. You, I don't think you'd have to add the for second. Cook and a first. No. You probably would have to add something. I would try and go into it. Because with I feel like Cook in Zeke a first a would third. be a little too much. I feel like I would go into it with Zeke in a third for Cook in a first. I like what you're thinking now. I, I like that yeah. idea, too. If you have one of these elite guys already. And get a little extra And get a little bit of Cook. capital. Yeah, because we're the point differential. I mean, if, if Cook's going to catch the ball 
like he's catching it, mm-hmm. then he's right up there with these guys. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's in that tier. So, yeah, if you can take one of those guys and flip the, uh, obviously, let's just take Saquon off the table because that's yeah, not gonna no, happen. I wouldn't do. It. You know what I mean, do that with Saquon. But if you have McCaffrey, if you have Kamara, if you got Zeke, I mean, Kamara, McCaffrey's fantastic. He'd be shut down. Mm-hmm. He's he's fantastic. He had a rough week this week. So for me, I like that. I like that idea too. Like where you flip side it, where you say, okay, I have one of these guys, but you know. Maybe I can get a little bit more capital. And I can get then I can get a DeAndre Swift in the draft on top of it. Or I can get a, you know, one of those guys in the draft on top of it. And it's all about what do we say? Building that whole team. So if you have Dalvin Cook and one of these young running backs, so now you're in a position where you have two twenty twenty firsts. So now you can package two twenty twenty firsts just to move up a little bit to get that elite running back and put yourself in that position. Now going to twenty twenty, you already had a good running back. Now you have two elite running backs. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good that's good uh a good thought process that's a good offer too i don't mind that at all and, and you're good i mean i would feel a lot more comfortable doing it with a guy like zeke who's a little bit older than some of these other guys sure. um so I, f- I feel real good about the zeke one i don't know that i feel great about the Kamara one like uh or mccaffrey yeah or mccaffrey yeah. no you don't think so you might be able to get a little bit more yeah possibly but i i don't know how, how great what I about, feel about that what now. about what have you offered alvin Kamara for dalvin cook is 2021st and is 2022nd. I mean, you're starting to get in like a ballpark of, yeah. of where I'd feel comfortable, you know, getting so diddle rid of with it. it a little bit, you know, kind of play with it a little bit, see where it gets you. Maybe, uh, maybe you'll get a little surprise, you know, <laughs> maybe you will. It, I like that idea too. So, I'm, like, offering heat for him, I'm not or, 12, it's not a surprise anymore, <laughs> or coming back and getting a little bit more on top of that. Yeah, I, I, the point is, go out there and get Dalvin Cook, right? Sure. If, if you can, yep, if you can. It's, I don't think this is a short-term thing or a long, you know, this is a long-term play here for a while now. Um, other guys on there, Derrick Henry, he's running back four on a year. Uh, F you, Rich, big F you to you. He's running back four on a year, not like anything he did last year. It's 46 points. Is this what, is he going to maintain? Is he going to prove me wrong? Will he be the guy for the year and just finish as a running back one and say, hey, look, Rich, you're dead wrong. You said I suck. You're wrong. I don't suck. Look at me. I'm a running back one. I, I'm still not turning on it. I don't think he finishes as a running back one. I don't either. I, um, this is kind of how I saw it coming, man. Um, the, the offense was going to run through him. You, you kind of thought Deion Lewis was going to creep back into the thing. And I just, I, I thought there was no chance in hell, um, after the way they finished last year. And as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be here on volume. The thing is, this guy's a super, you know, he's he's a short-term asset. So, you know, he's not a guy that I'm buying or, or anything like that by any means. So I'm selling for what's, all I can yeah. get. What, what's helped him so far is Marcus Mariota hasn't looked terrible. And I think as long as Marcus Mariota plays well enough that the, the passing threat is at least part of the equation, that, that helps him a lot. I'm not convinced he does that. Though. No, I mean, if you watch Derrick Henry, he looks just like he did in college. He he can't move laterally. He's a straight-line runner. He needs to get probably three yards to get going. Once he gets going, he's a load to take down. And you know what? I mean, they're working around that. They're figuring him out, and he's doing pretty well. I just don't think it's a long, sustainable model. I mean, you see the guy get stuffed in the backfield all the time because – he hasn't if, built up a head of steam yet. If he if he hasn't built up a steady state uh, a head of steam, he just gets he's easier to take down. I would love to be able to flip Derrick Henry and something for Dalvin Cook. 
Oh, I would yeah. love that. I, I would love to flip Derrick Henry any like I would love to flip Derrick Henry into Josh Jacobs. I would love to flip Derrick Henry into something along those Nick lines. Chubb. Oh, if I could flip into <sighs> Nick Chubb. I am moving Derrick Henry in Dynasty. I am a hundred percent for everything you just said, everything I've been saying for years now. Uh, I don't think this is sustainable either. I am definitely selling Derrick Henry because right now you're building up that big momentum of last year, and now yeah, he's had a solid two weeks. He's a top four running back. I'm absolutely going to try and capitalize on that where at least I'm not even falling back. Like, I'm just trying to get another running back I love. Like, I'll give you – hey, I'll give you Derrick – to the owner. Hey, what does it take to get Dalvin Cook? Derrick Henry plus what? Oh, okay. And it, Done. Yeah. Sign me up. He's like – because, you know, what, a smart ass or something like that who – somebody they don't think he'll do it because of Derrick Henry's stature. Like, oh, Derrick Henry in your 2021st. I'm like, oh, man. As I'm like – slowly getting blood flow in my pants I'm like oh man that's a lot i don't know send it over and let me think about it send it over like me when i, I sent you the tom brady and plus dot 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 dot, dot you know like the blank space yeah. equals my first round pick back <laughs> i wrote back <laughs> nothing nothing and i went all right i'm gonna go for some i'm gonna shop my wares elsewhere <laughs> so for yeah so it's i like that move a lot too if you could flip him into that like hey just to get another running back back that yep. will long term i'll produce a guy like derrick henry Flip side, looks like some of these guys, as we wrap this up real quick, are, are these guys, let's, we're at the end of the show. I just want from you guys to get some quick responses here because we got to wrap this up here. Are we out or are we in? James Conner, running back 24 with only 24 points. Are we out or are we in? This is a guy we mentioned earlier in the year was a nice sell-high candidate before the season even started. Garrett, you out or you in? What, what level is in? Am, am I in as a uh, him being an RB one again? Am I in like long? This is dynasty. Are we are we in on James Conner long term? I'm out long term. I'm out too. I'm out as well. Uh, Duke Johnson running back thirty six so far. We thought it was gonna be fantastic him going to you know Houston, them being the, in the pass catch from running back being viable there. Uh, he has not been the guy we thought he's wanted to be there. Uh, we thought he'd be a running back one potential. Matt. Long-term dynasty in Houston. He's probably there three more years. Are you out or are you in? Deuces, Duke. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I'm out. I've never liked the guys are running back. They're trying to run him up the middle way too much, uh, in between the tackles, all that kind of crap. He's just not that guy. Yeah, I, they're going to keep using him the way they're using him. I'm and Carlos Hyde doesn't look terrible. No, surprisingly, and they're still going to draft a guy. Yeah, guy. absolutely. I, the running back isn't on the team right now. Yeah, I, I love Jonathan from Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. <sighs> I would love he's, him in Houston. He's basically Nick Chubb. Yeah, I would, I would love him in Houston. Yep. Matched up with Duke Johnson. I would love him there. That's my dream scenario. Um, Sonny Michelle, currently running back 43. This is a guy who I said to be a running back one this year and have double-digit touchdowns. Uh, so far through two weeks, he has not produced at all. And I haven't really given that much of an opportunity even to produce here. Uh, I personally, just to get my, my take on it since you always gave yours, I am still in on Sony. Uh, I would use this as a buy-in window. I think he is, his time is going to come here, definitely as the receivers really start to open things up here with Antonio Brown coming in the game. Garrett, are you in or out on Sonny Michel? I'm actually still in. I'm still in on him. Uh, I, I still think he's going to be right around that turn of between running back 10 and running back 14, like that range. I think I think that's what he'll end up having. Yeah, because you, you got to imagine with Antonio Brown getting there, they have a lot more red zone opportunities here. Uh should help it up with some more red zone. And, and one week was touchdowns. week one was so bad. Week two really wasn't that bad. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't a bad week. It almost was with that Devlin. 
They gave him in into one. He got stuffed, and then he put Sony in. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. Matt, you out or you in? I'm in, man. I think he's going to build momentum here, and he's, I think he's going to finish strong. He's going to be a good guy to have in the playoffs again. Miles Sanders, running back 53 so far through t- two weeks with only 10.4 points. Uh, Matt, are you still in on Miles Sanders? This is probably a silly question. This is a silly question. Of course I am still in. in. He hasn't yeah, even we're all in. started his upward trend yet. Now, here's, here's this is where we're going to show big one. A big one. Running back 56 with only 24 rushing yards on the year <laughs> with 9.4 points is Joe Mixon. Now, I said this before the season started. We, you guys were talking about running back ones. I had Joe Mixon out. I mm-hmm. made a huge argument why I was selling Joe Mixon. It was because of that offensive line. And I didn't like what they were doing with it. Gio Bernard was a nice little sign of things to come here. This new Zach Taylor offense is a pass-first offense. He's he's finding a way to beat the deficiency of the offensive line, and that's going to ball out quick and just throwing the football because he knows he can't run it. I was out on Joe Mixon before the year started. On my redraft shows for ESPN and Fox Sports, I said, do not draft Joe Mixon. If you do, you're going to regret it. I feel smart about that one. I also said, don't draft Derrick Henry. I feel dumb about that one so far. But Joe Mixon, I'm out on Joe Mixon. And I think right now he still has good value in the dynasty uh, world here. But I'm still out. I don't care about long term. Uh, they got to build the offensive line. It's going to take time. They signed Gio Bernard to that extension, which means I think they're going to utilize him in a passing game as well, which is going to take away from Joe Mixon's pass. I know he can do it, but that's going to hurt him a little bit there as well. So he's going to be a little bit more touchdown dependent where this offense is going. I'm out on Joe Mixon. I'm out as well, man. I, I was out uh, basically before the season even started when I had him ranked at like 47th overall or something crazy. <laughs> so that was in the middle of the off season. I'm, I, I haven't, you know, I don't love the guy and it, and it has nothing to do with his running ability. And, and people gave you shit about that. And we were like, well, yeah. that, I just don't like him. And it's like, it's like almost like people like were trying to like burn us. Cause Dante Pettis had one good game last year and like, Oh, that's why I stopped. That's your rookie rank sucked because you had Dante Pettis here. He's obviously clearly one of the best receivers in here. And now it's like, here we are a year later. And who? like, Oh, who? Yeah, Debo Samuel. Just like we said, Debo Samuel is the better receiver there. But yeah, go ahead. That's looking really good right now. Garrett, way too. Uh, we're going to talk about receivers next in the Nerd Herd episode. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, if you're not a member of the Nerd Herd, well, you should tune in because we're going to be breaking down some receivers and tight ends that you should be buying in and out of. Garrett, Joe Mixon, what say you? Wrap us up. Still in. I'm still in. I went back. I watched every single touch that Joe Mixon had from the last game because it's obviously been incredibly, incredibly disappointing. He's still battling through that, that ankle injury, uh, which has something to do with it. Uh, but it was it was a slew of just unfortunate things. First touch, it was a, a muffed handoff, so he ended up losing a bunch of yards on that. Uh, there, uh, butterfingers. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, he he had a couple runs that were called back on penalty where he had fifteen plus yards on them. Uh, there was another one where he had a wide open field on a screen and and Andy Dalton just missed the throw. He was probably uh, in the wrong place. But go ahead. <laughs> it, it was just it was just everything that could have gone wrong. They threw on the one yard line to Tyler Eifert instead of running the ball in. There was just a lot of little things like that. But they scored a touchdown then. They right? did okay, still score right. a touchdown. <laughs> By the way, I was in on right. Tyler. Just just checking. <laughs> so mean. Joe Mixon plus gets me Dalvin Cook. Yeah, right. That's really good. Here, here's the thing. I think Joe Mixon's a quality running back. So do right? I. I don't think he's a bad running His back. His offensive line is terrible. What was my big argument a couple yeah, weeks ago, was, right? I said he O-line was running back 11 Gio. on the year last yeah. year, and he's in a much worse situation when they extended Gio Bernard. Like, how is he going to surpass that, right? See, so I everybody's... think the situation is worse, though. That's that's the thing. This offense looks 
head and shoulders better than the offense last year. And Adrian Green's about to come back. No, he's not. No, there's a report not. came back. He said, oh, whoever told real? you, yeah, it came out today. The report on Adrian Green was, he said, I don't know whoever said it was going to be about six weeks. He's like, it's way longer than that. Six this to eight weeks. He yeah. said, it, he said, I, Ugh, he's like, I sucks. always thought it was going to be more than that. Yeah. He said, I don't know who uh, told you that. It's going to be way longer than that. I'm bummed, so, for, I'm bummed for him specifically. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. But the value in the eyes of Joe Mixon, people were taking him like mid second round startup, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's more, again, it's value wise in startups where I'd rather have Josh Jacobs. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook. So for me, it's just the value wise of Josh Jacobs where I thought 11, running back 11 last year was right where was his peak value. I didn't think I said on this podcast two weeks ago, there's no way he could surpass that uh, again because of the situation he's in. You say the offense, he's in a better situation. He's clearly not Garrett. He's running back 60, 59 in a year. Dude has a bum ankle. Like I said, everything went wrong. I'm, I'm, this is a great buy opportunity for me. The facts are the facts. All right. It's two weeks. Two weeks, two. Next week, we're 25% (laughs) way through the season, Garrett. You know, fantasy football, it goes by quick. It does. Right? And it does. Some of this stuff lingers, man. Sometimes it's a hole to get out of. And for me, I, I'm there was here's the thing. Yes, it's two weeks, but every I, I had a lot of concerns before the season started that I stated. And so far, everything that I stated has come to fruition after two weeks. So I clearly don't think it's going to get that much better. Joe Mixon is viewed as an elite guy to have at your running back position as a running back one. I just don't view him that. I think he's a really good running back two. So I'm going to sell them for running back one value mm-hmm. and get something back. You know, hey, a 2021st and this, right? That's sure. what I'm looking at. What if I can get Devin Singletary plus, right? Devin Singletary is a fantastic matchup this week. He looks okay. Uh, he's producing. He's higher than running back 59. What can I do? You know what I mean? Something like, now, obviously, Devin Singletary is not the same tier as Joe Mixon, but what if you get seven, seven Devin Singletary at 2021st and a 2020? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You still no. have your running back that's going to produce fancy point values. We'll see what happens. I think this is an excellent buy low window. Sounds good to me. Let's wrap this up. Let's get into the Nerd Herd episode. We're going to start covering some of these uh, wide receivers. We're going to talk Juju Smith, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders. Of course, the rookies, Sammy, you know, John Ross, not the rookies, but TJ Shark. Terry, how do we feel about these guys? You got to be a Nerd Herd member fun. to find out. We're going to break these guys down and tell you what we're doing with these guys for the Dynasty Value. You can become a Nerd Herd member for only $3 a month. That's right. Just buy me a cup of coffee, baby. We'll hang out. We'll talk Dynasty for four four more hours a month. That's it. Three mm. bucks. And you get a Rankins, IDP, Superflex, uh, Superflex tight end premium. Our buy sell tool. We got another tool dropping here within the next 10 days. A lot of stuff going on. That'd be a Nerd Herd member. Make sure you get in there. Join today. If you have time, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We always appreciate it. Check out DynastyNerds.com every single day. We have, what, minimum two articles a day dropping on that bad boy? Oh, yeah. We've been pumping them out. They're all free. They They're are. all free, baby. Get on there. Check it out. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to talk on social media, you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can hit me up at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. I'm at Dynasty Price. If you want to talk with the rest of the world, check out our Facebook group page. We have almost 6,000 members on there now. It's way better than any forum you'll ever use when it comes to Dynasty Fantasy Football. Check it out if you're on Facebook. Don't look at other people's kids and cat pictures. Get in there and talk Dynasty Fantasy Football. In the meantime, I hope everybody else's quarterback stays healthy. We'll be back next week. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. 